I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination. Nerdapalooza, the world's largest nerd music festival, and with the generous support of listeners like you. For more Nerdy Show podcasts, community forums, and learn how you can support this and other fine Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com. This is Dan Aykroyd, happy to be on Nerdy Show. Welcome to Nerdy Show, a weekly podcast dedicated to every facet of nerddom from comics and video games to science and technology. If it's geeky, we've got it covered. And this is Cap, and I'm actually a man on the street right now. I'm in downtown Orlando, and I'm headed to the Ghostbusters firehouse where the Central Florida Ghostbusters are camped out. I see Doug right there. You know Doug. He works with Nerdy Show. He's one of the hosts on Nerdy Show. Hey, Doug. Yo, what's up? How's it going? It's going pretty good, man. I'm, I'm glad to finally be getting this interview, and we're going to be talking to the Central Florida Ghostbusters, finally, the guys who saved the world at least once. Yeah, the details are uh, they're still forthcoming. It's uh, There's a little bit of uh, statute of limitations of what we're allowed to talk about, but we'll say, yeah, you guys have read the papers. You know, it's uh, at least once here in, in, uh, in Central Florida, so... Uh, yeah, in, in a big, scary kind of pyramid out of nowhere sort of way. Yeah, yeah exactly. But yeah, uh, the guys are inside. We're ready to talk to you. It's excited. I'm glad this is finally happening. It's been a long time. So. Yeah. So this is a very unconventional episode of Nerdy Show. You guys have suggested some microsode topics that have been sort of spooky. So we've got four of them we're going to do. We're going to talk some spooky microsodes with the Central Florida Ghostbusters and also interview them. So this is going to be a two-part Halloween special. And uh, here we go. We're uh, walking up to the uh, to the firehouse now. Perfect to do it now because things get really busy in October. That's always the busiest time of the year. Really? Well, it's also because there's a lot of hoaxes at the time. A lot of people on Halloween, close to Halloween, they think they're seeing things that are just people dressed up but typically it's you know there is also a higher rate of, they'll explain why there's actually a higher rate of psychokinetic energy but anyway hey guys uh, I should mention Doug is the general manager yeah. for Central Florida Ghostbusters I, I completely forgot to mention that well yeah yeah I've, I've been uh, only I've been general manager they only brought me on recently uh, before that they were kind of doing it on their own but after you know saving the world they, they you know they were my friends beforehand so after saving the world and everything was going crazy they needed someone to help out around the firehouse so uh, thankfully I was I was free so I was able to help out and and they're, they're playing uh, the new Turtles game, Out of the Shadows. Yeah, so I'm actually kind of a little bit distracted, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> Hi, guys. Hey, guys. You guys ready to go? Cap's here. Today was a little slow, so uh, I don't want anyone getting the wrong impression that these guys are lazy. Well, you know, they actually do work very hard when no, the time comes. I guess we'll head into the kitchen, and uh, I guess we can conduct an interview in here. Yeah, sure. You actually had a kind of unfortunate timing because Nina was supposed to be here, but she actually is walking Tobin at the moment. Uh, oh. She should be back in a few minutes, but we'll see if she can make it back in time. Tobin's the, Tobin's the, uh, the ghost dog I've been hearing about. He's not a ghost, but he is a ghost uh, dog. He does he, hunt ghosts. What, is, what the hell does that mean? <laughs> he bites ghosts. Dogs generally are pretty good at, at sensing uh, basically occult-related things. It's well-documented. But <laughs> all it is in this case is if you bring Sucks. a dog if you bring a dog with the Ghostbusters, he's going to help you out. I mean, that's really... It's like why, why firemen have dogs. Yeah, why not? Or why cops have dogs, even? No. <laughs> There's an entirely different reason for that. Although, I will say, he is a significantly bigger contributor to our team than some of our actual human members. <laughs> That's not true at all. Look, he listens a lot better. He's very good at listening he's to a, He's process. a team player. Look, he he to, when you have to say who it is, he just automatically speaks up to defend himself. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying, if you would have let me hook up my proton pack to that power supply, it would have worked. What would have worked? <laughs> some, intru- some introductions are definitely in order. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I guess in clockwise for myself and Doug. Everyone already knows me, but uh, sitting in, uh, to my left is LaForge. Pool. Wall. Briggs. And that's the Ghostbusters. Not the entire team that saved uh, Central Florida, perhaps the world, last year. You guys had another member, Bjornstad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's in uh, semi-retirement. He died. 
No, he did not die. <laughs> I assure you, he's still alive. He's, he's, he's was, very happy with his new lady friend. Yeah. It was, uh, he went. Okay. Uh, he went out on bad terms with Briggs, so he's dead to him. <laughs> and that he got lucky. <laughs> hey, look, I brought something great from Europe. Thank you very much. Well, I'm I'm really glad to be finally talking with you guys. I mean, like local celebrities that you guys know how long I've been trying to get this interview. Yeah. So um, we couldn't be bothered. <laughs> Thank you, Briggs. I appreciate your candor. But in all seriousness, things have been very busy. We very, and it's, it's been, it's That's been why we couldn't be bothered. Doug was telling me that there is actually a rush around Halloween. You know, like, obviously it's it's a spooky holiday, there's the solstice and all that, but I, I'm surprised to hear that it actually does, in fact, sync up with ghost activity. Well, I think a lot of it is also, sure, we have lots of people messing with us and calling in prank calls and stuff, but, you know, we have a bad enough, I mean, a great reputation public relations and stuff that it, you know the one time we don't respond to someone calling saying that they just got scared by a monster and it turns out it's a class seven yeah world yeah. Ender. and we're just like ah, yeah it's your husband well it's, it's also mask. hard to tell like when a call comes in it's hard to tell when something is just a hoax or someone's just drunk or if it is a legit problem and that's or why all three yeah or all three at the exact same time so there's been a lot of times where you guys would have to go out and it's just uh, just a complete hoax or it's that alligator the dog the one in Titusville? Yeah, one in Titusville. Yeah. <laughs> that alligator didn't happen on Halloween, and it wasn't a hoax. Well, you know. It was a real alligator. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't a ghost, but I was just confused. <laughs> well, whatever. The, the point is that, yeah, in general, there's a lot of hoaxes, and there's also psychokinetic activity, but on Halloween, both go up from people who think we're they're not seeing things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, I, we don't get to Halloween parties. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, ghosts, from what I understand, aren't dead people anyway. It's just psychokinetic energy, and when everybody is kind of turning into the occult, you know, even faking it for Halloween, it has an effect. Mm-hmm. So idiot college kids with Ouija boards will sometimes set off accidental psychokinetic reactions that manifest themselves? They're I mean, generally our first indicators. They think they're just doing it to each other and it's fake. That's one of our best warning signals. I would say that with things like Ouija boards and stuff, we're safe to say how we really feel about fake science and fake mm. ghost hunters. There's a lot of BS like that. What was that? Did you hear that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that, I thought I heard something over there. Well, the sad thing photographic is... Photographic orbs. Yeah, but the, and all, all that can be BS, but the sad thing is that sometimes that can trigger something that's already underlined that otherwise would not have been triggered. Right. I went out with some people photographing orbs once in college. It was the dumbest shit <laughs> of all time. Uh, the best part was Mike from Nerdy Show found a headstone shaped like a small motorcycle and rode it for a little bit. <laughs> there you go. Worth the trip. <laughs> yeah, it's like when you get reflections of dust in your lens, it's really not quite the same as seeing a full torso free-roaming vapor. But, yeah, it's, yeah. it's like a beautiful snowflake, but yeah, I can see how it would be different. <laughs> I mean... Our experience with seeing what we, you know, see versus... Uh... Like spectral tires. Like spectral <laughs> tires, yes. Like that, yeah. Except, Except it was the... he who will not be <laughs> named. <laughs> we don't talk about it. We don't say his name. I mean, we got no, him locked you, up you, in the containment you, Wait, hold, hold on a sec. Nerdy Show also has a ghost that we typically don't name... Uh, it's been a while since we had any problems with it, though. Uh, I'm curious if it was the same thing. I, this, uh, I would hazard to say no. Yeah, this guy, no. we don't say his name three times. He looked, <laughs> no, no, don't, no, don't, don't even give a hint, because if somebody <laughs> figures it out... There's a lot of ghosts... Does, does it rhyme with Dukabus? No. Dukabus? No. 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 It, 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 it don't even... don't Because if someone it, figures it, it out, it's a whole world of hurt. Well, think about it this way. There's three very famous ghosts that follow that criteria. So it's one of them, let's just okay. leave it at that. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, okay. that's a good way, yeah, yeah. Our problem typically leads to a kind of jinx, but the thing is that the member of Nerdy Show that actually has a history with this spirit is now dead, actually dead, so we don't really know what's the situation with that anymore. Uh, I mean, this was actually before you guys came into town, so... Uh, and it's never been anything that we call into to bust. Exactly. I was gonna say, well, here's yeah. our business card. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys went to Europe recently. Yeah. I, there's yeah. not not a lot of details have come out about what exactly went on over there. Yeah. Uh, we saw some stuff. I mean, some stuff that uh, I will never be mentioned ever again. <laughs> we'll just say that congratulations are in order for Briggs. <laughs> was, um, in, in all seriousness, yes, congratulations are in order for Briggs. Yeah. Congratulations. I'm going to kill all of you. (laughs) 
a genuine congratulations yeah. for how things wound up for you. Oh well, I mean that yes, I mean. That's well, I mean, I was I was intentionally saying that to ribbit him, but mm. yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah, you know, we came, we saw. We went to Germany and saw a bunch of dirty alleyways. We didn't try anything else cool <laughs> in Germany. Yeah. France, we went to Paris, and then we were involved a little bit in the sewers. So that was wonderful. <laughs> I can say we did have some pretty good uh, gourmet food while we were in Paris. We did, we did. I'm just going to say that uh, I'm, I'm a werewolf buddy now, which I didn't think I'd ever say. You know, we, we were friends. That's true. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mortal enemies up until this point. Yeah, yeah. No. Okay. It turned out pretty, pretty all right. Oh, that's another... Uh, situation that I, I have some knowledge uh, about. We, Nerdy Show's had werewolf problems, way more than we've had ghost problems. Now, I didn't think that was anything you guys were would deal in. <laughs> yeah, neither. <laughs> That's turned out, turned out they were all related. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, okay, so wow. Again, uh, before before you guys came onto the scene, so uh, nothing I would have called you guys about, but it's definitely... Um, the jury's still out on if this is ever going to come back to haunt us. So I, I uh, maybe in the future, I, you, I, you, so you guys are in the werewolf busting business now. Hey, I think it's, but here, the problem is that they're um, as far. Well, do you think it's a misconception that werewolves are even a separate entity other than something? Like that? I don't know for sure because in my studies of the occult, when we encountered the original werewolves, we tried looking up everything we could, contacting the living relative of Van Helsing. Yeah, the living relative <laughs> of Van Helsing, and, and and contacting the New York Ghostbusters. And it, it seems like lycanthropy jumps around from being a medical condition to being a possession to being curse. a curse to being a disease. So it, it's hard to nail that down. Maybe there's more than one cause of lycanthropy. There are many subtle levels. <laughs> Where are the werewolf friending business? Friending. There you go. Before we became a Ghostbuster, I understood lycanthropy as, as being a man, like a man just goes insane. Like, you know, there's well-documented cases about Takes people. Off his clothes. Well, most of the I stuff mean, in history stage. probably is. Like, yeah. you know, very, probably. You know, very rarely would it actually probably be something psychokinetic-related. Uh, are you guys familiar with the website wolfdads.org? No. No. <laughs> well, we... you had Josh's attention. Is that like bearuncles.com? I'm not familiar. <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like it might be similar. Uh, it's a it's a place for uh, werewolves, older gentlemen werewolves, to meet young cubs, as they call them, like mm. uh, unindoctrinated uh, would be werewolf nubile young werewolf children. Um, we just tell. The I think kids. that may be I an entirely different problem. problem. Yeah, that may be a problem. <laughs> you, would, you would be surprised. It's a. It seems like it's a little bit of both, and uh, we've we've had some trouble with. I guess one of the chairmen of that website, uh, hopefully dead on the front of a car. Uh, uh, but tell us how you really feel. <laughs> Baby Cakes, uh, from what I remember, said that wolf men don't need wolf ladies to make wolf boys. Are you? Are you? Are you? Did you? Have you just quoted China, Illinois? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm, gonna... I'm, I'm just joking. I, I literally know nothing about how we're. I hear cat right. people run like the wind. Yeah, and can, and also screw like the wind. They definitely do. I've encountered cat people. Werewolves. Well, I mean, I'm good at hitting things, dog-like creatures in my car. That's true, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a very sad uh, thing to say. Uh, <laughs> when you say I'm good at hitting dog-like creatures with my car. Anyone who doesn't know what you're talking about just thinks yeah, you're talking I, about I mean, dogs. Should the, uh, yeah. should the SPCA be contacted about your you guys' dog? What are you saying hey, here? They were. He's. We got a license. Yeah, we have a working dog. No, no, a license to hit we, dogs we, with your car? No, 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 no. He's, <laughs> he's talking about uh, Tobin. We do have. He is licensed as a work dog. Yeah. Plus, so it's okay to hit him with a car? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not okay to hit anybody with a car. Well, no, no. We the, the what's well, except for the guy who runs Wolf Dads. There we go. The exception there. You brought it back full circle. Now we're back on track. Okay. Now, how much are we getting paid for it? <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. If, if we have, if I have any other problems, you guys will be the first I call. Because honestly, we're not prepared to deal with this shit again. Some things got very, very serious for us in the past. Um, we stumbled our way through it decently. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you guys, I guess you're not going into full detail about about Europe. The problem is that a lot of it's caught up in international politics for reasons we can't really go into. Just I mean, there's now. speculations about things involving. I mean, obviously, you're the Central Florida Ghostbusters, and you pulled up roots and. I assume we're busting ghosts in, or at least werewolves, over in Europe, and the uh, typically that's what the international Ghostbusters do. Yes, typically it is. <laughs> it is, yeah. Typically it is. <laughs> Those guys needed some help, yeah. and uh, us I, being there. Uh, the problem is, I, don't, I don't know if us talking about it, like violates any treaty that like yeah. you sh- you shouldn't do this because we're not allowed. Like if in America, 
If we're involved <laughs> in a criminal investigation, we can't talk about it because it could ruin the case, right? But, like, what if us talking about it here ruins the case over there? Are we liable? Like, I have no idea. Okay, so uh, best not to just say. Yeah, well, I, I, I just, yeah for now, because I'm sure it'll all come out. Well, uh, then here's another hot-button issue I was wondering if you guys can comment on. There's a rumor going around that you guys busted the ghost of Mr. Richard from Mr. Richard's Land of Imagination. Uh, yeah. I mean... Yes, you did? We did have a job at that studio, uh, but... We don't know that it was... <laughs> His ghost, ghost per se. <laughs> Not really. We never really know that for sure, though. Really, it's client confidentiality. We can't speak too much about that. We don't know if, if there was a ghost, really. We all saw some stuff, and it may or may not have been. It could have been related or unrelated, is what you're it saying? It could have been related or unrelated, and it could or could not have happened at, at a place. Or to us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was all a dream. It was, it was a lot like Vietnam. We saw some things, man. Okay. All right. Oh. It's a lot like Vietnam. <laughs> he was not Mr. Richards. That's, that's not how I do the or do not remember it. That's never been so. Who, if I remember correctly, served in Vietnam. So I don't know if that relates at all. But and there we go. Uh, one of the things that I that I want to do with you guys, I'm sure Doug probably uh, told you, is our listeners have the ability to request us to do microsodes, which is 15 minute conversations about a variety of topics, and um, we we selected. Four sort of uh, spooky kind of um, subjects to discuss with you guys to release for Halloween. And the first one is discussing the SCP Foundation. Uh, Those guys. Um, Our listener Mauron requested it and said, uh, Thanks again for the large Hadron Collider microsode. After fishing for ideas on the forums, a microsode following the SCP Foundation would be great. We did a, a Large Hadron Collider episode, talked about uh, a little bit about uh, Dr. Spangler's work with um, the Boson Colliders and, and all that stuff. Important work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, that obviously. Uh, so, SCP Foundation, it's a website uh, cataloging a lot of otherworldly paranormal creatures presumed to be false, but, but you guys are Ghostbusters, so I was wondering, is any of that above board? Is any of that real? I, I don't think so. I, I, I read it as entertainment. I mean... There are a lot of things we encounter that, that if somebody similar. was interested in, they could, you know, submit to this and 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 uh, as part of the, the entertainment the properties. But mm-hmm. but um, I think I think like they I, containment. I, yeah, I was gonna say I don't yeah. think uh, like we, any of that's real. Our, our containment procedure has two steps. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I don't know. It's it it fun. It was fun to read. There's a couple uh, that are. That are pretty creepy. Still reading them, but uh, I think that. So, are all, all you guys are familiar with it and have have read the website? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, not I, I all two thousand off the top of my head, but uh, <laughs> I, I have. Uh, yeah, definitely flipped through. We have the human book for that. The forge. <laughs> Apparently that's your name. I'm the human book. We we know a Mr. Book. <laughs> you just called me the human book. <laughs> uh, well, LaForge is a human book. Uh, what are, what are some of your favorite? SCP creatures. Well, now that I don't want to say that one of them is a book. Um, <laughs> actually, well, the book has anomalous properties, but it's not. It's not really a creature. It's a book that's written purely in blood that's not finished, and it chronicles the history of the Devas, which is a fictional race of human-like people that enslaved all of humanity. And right before you get to the part where Scientologists? No, 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 no. <laughs> fictional. They're, they're like they're like thetans. <laughs> yeah, they enslave humanity. But right before where you get to it ends, humanity kind of finds a way to overthrow them. But the problem is, if you spill blood around it, you add to the book, and they find a new way around it until it's finished writing. Huh. So mm. what? Well, and that. It's and like I so every time like blood gets spilled onto a page, that it soaks it up, and then words pop up. Yeah, and yeah. then it's like. Whatever. But but the thing is, people go back to archaeological sites that have already been dug after things have been added to the book, and they find new artifacts that support that the actually, new continuity, the new continuity of this book, saying that it actually, like, kind of saying that it did really happen, but humanity keeps winning. Well, the problem is, it's closer and closer, closer to modern closer day. and closer okay. to present day, and uh, and they found it when a historian. It was completely exsanguinated in his house with both wrists slit, comp- no blood whatsoever in his body, with a note that just said, I'm sorry, I had to know. 
Wow. It's <laughs> yeah. a really good one. And yeah, he, a... he made bad stuff happen for how many years then? <laughs> like, by pouring your entire bloodstream onto a page? Like... I don't know. Well, the, well, I think you could argue that, that none of it has happened. But if it reaches present day, it'll start to. Right. Like, it'll, they, they will have always existed. Right. Because they they just they just put it in a locker and then through like it's a safe it's it, a safe artifact. It, it's it's eerie to me hearing you as uh, someone who deals with the paranormal professionally talking about a, something from SCP, which sounds like serious a serious fucking problem. Were real, um, <laughs> but it's not. But it's, it's not. not. But it's not. But it's you, not real. But I I don't know. You're so good at talking about this sort of thing that I'm hearing you talking about. Like, oh my god. There, there are archaeological sites. This, they found that guy with no blood. No, there is no, re- there, no, no, no. there is no reference to that ever actually happening. No, so, thankfully, I mean that's what most occult. You study the occult. It's basically looking for what isn't bullshit. That's <laughs> that's, that's all. That's all the occult. That's study a good way of putting it. <laughs> you should probably get that on the the cover of a book about the occult. <laughs> right. Occult, looking for what isn't bullshit. <laughs> Introduction by Josh LaFleur, <laughs> Ghostbuster Central Florida. Uh, I, I liked a lot of the um, the just the objects that they have listed on mm. SCP, where it's talking about like the coin that always lands on heads no matter what, and it was melted down afterwards. There's a lot of cool items in there that like. Are you familiar with the uh, the vending machine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I love, love the vending machine. The vending machine is is pretty good. I want one. For listeners, it's, it's an Dangerous. all it's an all black vending machine that uh, distributes random stuff. Some of it's uh, recognizable edible food. Some of it's completely inexplicable from other countries uh other or mentions or, yeah, yeah food that just simply doesn't make any sense and researchers I, have allegedly eaten it and my nothing's three happened. favorite entries for that one are the uh as they put in like 600 yen and out comes this little box like samurai honor duel candy it's a little black samurai and a little red samurai and when you place them on a table they animate and fight and i guess when they did it the red one just cut the black one in half and vanished. And you pick up a piece of the black one and eat it like it's candy. <laughs> the other is... <laughs> like, it does different things. Apparently it does different things based on whether it's powered on or powered off, plugged in. And how much you, money you How much in. money you put in. And what currency. You, yeah, what yeah. currency it is. And I guess someone just put in the dollar slot, they just wrote a note like, I owe you like 300 yen and put it in. And a bag of, I guess like Cape Cod popcorn came out. When they opened it, it was empty. And then they put in another 300 yen, and 31 popped kernels of Cape Cod popcorn came rolling out. <laughs> I'm surprised it didn't say, you open up the bag and said, I owe you popcorn. I think, <laughs> I think it did, actually. I think it did. did it? Okay, yeah. I was about to say, it's like, that sounded more in tune with what it was going for. Yeah. It's funny, because every time they say that, like, like, it seems like it's playing a trick on this. It may yeah. suggest sentience. Like, yeah. Right. <laughs> mm. I kind of like the ones like that one. Like this, I think it's like 934, or whatever, whichever one it is. But it's definitely not sentient. It's just a giant machine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Put things in, and stuff comes out. They can't figure out how it works. They put lots of tests in it. They've had people crawl into the machine and look and investigate, but it's different every time. No, that's a a different machine. Are you sure? I thought the gears and everything? Yeah. No, that's a different machine. Because they did try with the person. No, no, I mean with the different settings, where it's like fine settings. Yeah. There's only an input box, and when they put a person in there and and selected one-to-one, it came out as just a, a different person, same weight. Yeah. What are like uh, some ones that you think are like either really funny or like really scary? Um, the funny one is um, bugs. Oh yeah, bugs, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bugs. I mean, that, that, one's, yeah. that one is a joke. Like anyone that joke. has J on the end of it is a joke. Yeah, for joke. Or Those are the ones that are fictional. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of them, you know, are totally but the bugs like, are real. Two hundred meters, you yeah. know, wherever. For scary, I like the blood pool because it's uh, basically this big. Very large area that's just a red pool somewhere up in, I think, Alberta, Canada. Uh-huh. And um, basically what happens is these things, these otherworldly animals come out of it that are similar to ours, like cats and whatnot, but look distinctively alien. And uh, they built this massive, like, multi-tiered wall fortress around it, basically, to kill them as they come out. And slowly but surely, they start off kind of tame, but it's gotten to the point where they more or less had to abandon the entire facility 
because the things coming out of it now are there's are just wiping everything out and they just can't stop it. Like super uber animals or whatever, Basically, like super strong like, monsters. Or yeah, whatever. like they they've, had, they've done like expeditions down into the pool. They though, did, too. yeah. And they, the entire expedition, I think most of the expedition people died on it. Through, Pretty sure all of them did. Yeah, yeah, through like madness and whatnot, and they all the they kaiju kept, are just gonna come crawling out. Basically, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They heard like a roar, you know, in the distance, and they just never heard it. But they just slowly lost their minds. That one was really interesting. And what about the one with the stairs? The con- in the face. Oh, that that one's pretty good too. It's just like this. You just keep going down a staircase over and over and over, and there seems to be no end of it. But eventually, you'll come across a face that will chase you up the stairs. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, Mario Two. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, exactly. And there's the other one. <laughs> what is it like? It's like a, it's like a cupboard or something, or like a, or a door, like a cabinet, right? A cabinet I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. And they they have there's a, an Indian. <laughs> yes, there is an Indian. There's a wardrobe. It leads to an area where there's a fawn. And, uh, and under under a street light, yeah. this one does lead to an area. Yeah. But it's not a pleasant one. Yeah. It's like, well, it's like, it's, it's like it's, it's got really weird architecture. Like I don't know, is it like what do you even it call was, it? Like Euclidean? I I would call it like Silent Hill style. Like and, uh, oh yeah, yeah yeah I know what you're talking about. There's like that, weird, and there's like banging. Like it's all metal and grates and like yeah, rusted yeah. And stuff. And there's like lights with grates around them that are blown. It's just like Silent Hill. But like, isn't there like like this big like almost like large gigantic baby-esque thing that chases that's a, a different one that's a different that, way okay, yeah. that, okay that one's that one's that one's a whole that like, there's, there's a whole yeah. there's a whole uh, series on how they've reached that that area like that alternate dimension I will say I mean personally any of the ones that really creep me out are normally um children related it's like there's the one that's just called like the little girl mm-hmm. and she she it's just a girl who's in containment somewhere who looks like she, she's three years old and it like the description is oh must have this much room to run yeah. around and toys and books or whatever uh, but whenever they put anybody in the room with her um they interact normally but within a couple minutes they just start desperately wanting to hurt her and they just they they just need to kill this girl they start going absolutely crazy and then whenever they reach out towards her they have a heart attack and die but, and any damage that they do to her just heals instantly. And when asked about it, the little girl has no idea what they're talking about. She's just a little girl playing. No face, right? The one where they keep him a black bag around his face the entire time. I'm not familiar with that one. Oh, um, they don't keep a bag around. You're talking about they, they, it's just total darkness in his room. Total darkness and n- no cameras in the room. And if anybody looks knows at knows that they've seen his, if anybody's seen his face, he will literally run through a wall. And it's it's kind of it's kind of sketchy. You don't, it's not confirmed, but it, it seems like it implies that they it literally rapes you to death. The origin Something of like that, that, if that's uh, what I'm thinking about, that's that's what they ripped off for Doctor Who, right? I have no for the no no. It's, there's yeah. a different one. Um, the original, like the, the statue in the corner of the room. If you don't, As you if, like if you, yeah, yeah, you, you just, have to you have to maintain eye, eye contact. contact. If you yeah. break eye contact, yeah. even by blinking, it snaps your neck and kills you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah. instantaneous. Yeah. The, the problem is they have to constantly clean its holding chamber because it's like feces and blood that just accumulates and they have no idea where it comes yeah. from. <laughs> the one the one Briggs is talking about is uh, I think the origin for that was someone was fucking around on Google uh, Google Earth and they found this this guy has this backyard apartment and on his balcony is just this statue with a face on it and People are like, oh, this is a really weird looking statue. And it's from people streaming like oh, stories. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've yeah. Seen this one. And then, it's like, like the tribal Yeah, and then thing. Google introduced their that technology where they determine, oh, well, if we're driving around doing Google Earth stuff and we get a picture of someone's face, it auto blurs. So someone went back to find it and its face was completely blurred out. And they're like, oh, that'd be a really cool story because its face is blurred out because it knows that if you've seen it, it comes to kill you. Yeah. Oh, so that was yeah. like that was the inspiration for the yeah, yes, inspiration. But, but that's yeah. This thing is, is, if anybody sees its face, it's shy guys. What they shy guys? Yeah, shy guys. Yeah, Mario two again. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, if anything sees him, he he just makes straight line. Just it break all containment. Can't hurt him. Yeah. But they I, well, they have the other SCP, those little two floating eyeballs that they'll bring in with mm-hmm. them sometimes because those things cannot blink. Yeah, they're a little sentient, like they're they have the intelligence like a puppy or something. They, they, they look like they look like like Teletubby eyeballs. Yeah, and they can't blink, and they sort of they can climb walls and stuff, and they're generally considered peaceful. Like they they don't seem to have any malintent. Uh-huh. So what they'll do is the janitorial crew will go in there, and those little eyeballs will go and like angrily stare at that thing to keep it in the corner while the janitor does his business wow. and roll out it afterwards. But I always figured, why can't you, you just that job, man? <laughs> clean up the shit in <laughs> the, the SCP cage. Clean <laughs> shit in the thing that will murder. I don't you know if you. It must pay really well. <laughs> but I always thought, like, why couldn't you just, like, have one guy stand in the corner and just cover one eye, then the other eye, so one eye is always open instead of having to... Because if you blink both eyes at the same yeah. time, you're dead. So why not just blink one eye at a time back and forth 
it's, it's, you know, hard, it's like, hard to do for an extended period of time. It's it really, is. It's really it is. Hard. It is. Or why don't they just, uh, you know, move him into a location where they don't have to send a janitor in, just automatically turn the hose on? I don't know. That's a good question. It's a fictional thing. Because, it's the same. It's, it's, it's because, obviously, it makes a better story that way. Cool. But that, um, uh, Walt brings up a good point. I think most of the um, SCP stuff is just really where it's like... Oh, and I guess bro- we should mention, like, should have mentioned ages ago, it stands for Secure, Contain, Contain Protect. Protect. Right, yes, which yes, are yes. the three different, uh, I guess, not classes, but, like, the way that they interact with these things. Yeah. And I always thought this was kind of cool about it. It's basically a reverse meme where like they take a random picture and then they write the story behind it. Right. So it's just right, like these pictures right. that appear on the internet like you said and then the it's creepy like, stuff. Yeah. Oh, okay, that that could be creepy but even creepier if it means this. I mean, and then let's lock it away because that I mean, stuff will happen. Case in point, Slenderman. Yeah, I was just going to ask you actually. Well, the concept of Slenderman's become just ingrained in the in the, like the public consciousness these days and I'm, and I'm wondering if is there any truth to it at all, is, or is it purely I, a, a creation of the internet? I think I think something awful is a very powerful force. <laughs> I posted in that thread actually. Ooh. The original. We got a, the, We have an internet celebrity. Yeah, as well. yeah, yeah, yeah. Florida celebrity. No, um, <laughs> pages and pages in, someone was like, "Guys, what if we pitch like a movie idea for this?" And two posts down was just a poster of Slenderman and just you know Slenderman, and the tagline is, "He exists because you thought of him." Try not to think of him. It's <laughs> mm, pretty good. Yeah. I read a creepy SCP the other day. In, in the SCP, there's this town in Russia that apparently nobody dies in this town. And if you visit there, everybody's super friendly and just like, yeah, or whatever. But if, if you start oh. letting on that you that you know that nobody dies, they get super uncomfortable and maybe try will try to kill you to keep it a secret. So in like the 20s or whenever... Uh, SCP got a, fell abreast of this information and decided to contain the town. Well, the town fought back like with guns and you know. But eventually, the SCP's resources are infinite, so they basically uh, took uh, control of it. What they found out is there's no children, but every generation or so, they will plan to have children, prepare their homes for children, and then one of them will get pregnant, and then they'll have a kid, raise it to about the age of eight. Then they disappear with the kid into into a shed or something or some, some secluded area. Something happens. They leave no kid. And when they walk out, they look completely rejuvenated and refreshed. Like, that's kind of creepy on its own way. You know, you can imagine, oh, a blood ritual. Well, except for um, one day they decide they're all going to break containment. And they, like, stage a war to try to break containment to get free. And they fail after, like, hundreds of SCP Foundation members die. And uh, they interview the guy who led the attack. It's like, what's wrong? And he's like, well, my last daughter, the one that we had, she wasn't really acting normal. And I, d- I didn't know why. She was very sad all the time. I thought, maybe it's depression. I don't know. And then one day, when she's eight years old, she looks up at me and she says, why did you do that to me, Daddy? And he goes, and in that moment, I realized that she looks exactly like my fourth daughter. And then he, like, broke down in tears and he would stop, he would stop talking. Wow. <laughs> It's creepy. Yeah, I generally got to chill. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which probably should be like, what are some funny, like the really funny, it's like, well, I'll talk about the bugs. The bugs, yeah. But like, what's God. the other, like really, the, the one that's God, yeah, it's funny. There's the harmless robot that thinks it's like a megalomaniac. Right, right, right. Just, it's like, I am Shiva, the Earth Ender. Like, and the, anything that it perceives to be conscious, it will try to attack. But it is completely ineffectual. They once put a pot. Of, they once put a pot. Of plant. Pot a plant with with a speaker in it, <laughs> yeah. and someone on the other end was on the microphone like, being like, like "Hello, hey. I'm a fern." <laughs> Who dares? <laughs> it like rolls over to it and tries to twist one of the leaves, but it falls over and the plant falls on it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there was that. I also love the. Uh, Why hasn't there been an SCP like film? Why are there needs? Well, like some of these ideas are so great. I just want to see them committed to video. Whoever makes and, the film is going to get you know barraged by all the people on the internet because it belongs to the internet. It doesn't. I belong just say to written by yeah. the internet. Well, let's right. be fair. Take no credit Adam for yourself. In the woods is pretty much SCP. With a weird. Well, the problem twist. too is yeah, that they deal with this on their FAQ. It, it's they, they feel like it'd be kind of out of the spirit of things. So, I don't know. Well, I mean, they talk about containment videos. They have all these pictures. Where's the video, asshole? That's true. Uh, like, yeah, what, yeah. Candle Cove. Candle Cove is, is an amazing piece of creepypasta, unless it's actually real. You guys are giving me this kind of weird look. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, like, that that has some video representation. None of it's good enough. Unless, Sl- unless, Slender, again, Slender unless Man it's real. Hornets, you know? yeah. Right. That's true, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
It's a good point. Is wait, is Slenderman SCP? I mean, I know he was invented no, on. Yeah, I don't like, think so. No, 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 no. I don't think you can contain, contain or him. secure him. <laughs> no. Like it's. I, I think there. Are, I think there's a separate section for like anomalous phenomena. Oh, hold on. Nina's not back yet. I gotta answer the phone. I'm sorry. Excuse me one second. Sure. Yeah. So I don't know. The thing about Slenderman is that that type of energy could technically come together if if enough people are. I mean, what is uh, that Egon's always talking about? Um, collective consciousness. Just, yeah. Or like if everybody's afraid of this. This... Egon, he's on a first name basis with Doctor Sleep. That's the big shot here. I, I we've, was, had, we've had dinner with them. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Uh, I just feel a little uncomfortable. <laughs> That's uh, close. Uh, guys, we got we have to go. There's a call. I'm sorry, Cap. Uh, I don't know if we're ending this now or what's the deal. But you guys have to go right now. So you can come with? Well, I mean, there's no Wait. reason we have to stop the interview. Uh, yeah. yeah. Do you have some time? Well, I I set aside the whole evening for this. So, do you want to see a bus? Do you want a bus? That, that would be amazing. We need yeah. to go. Is, 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 that, is that okay? I mean, do we need to clear the city or something? Or? Yeah. Yeah. We'll worry about it later. <laughs> if, if anyone's going to blow up the city, it's going to be me. Okay. Let's go, Scarab. This is, uh, I'm, I'm really stoked, guys. So if, as long as this is, uh, this cool. is right. protocol. Oh, I carry the beach kit. It's in the car. Get going. <laughs> what? No, it's uh, fine. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Don't trip off. All right, I'm going to follow you guys in my car. I'm just going to call Nina, make sure she gets the details. She's going to radio head with you guys. Just get going now, okay? Right, here, we'll take a walk. Go, 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 go. Is it working? Test. We haven't had anyone sit here since Bjornstad. This is this is nice. Uh, let's hit the siren. It's, it's cozy in here. Yeah, it might be a problem for uh, recording. I, I, we'll, 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 we'll run with it. That's fine. All right. She's an oldie but a goodie. Hey, guys, look at Ferrari. We are not having the Ecto fun. <laughs> if you get a Ferrari as a new Ectomobile, I get uh, a motorcycle. With I'm a mobile containment out. unit. I get, I get a G6 Gen. I'm just saying, with a motorcycle, little sidecar for Tobin, little helmet. Well, it'd be a good way to transport around a mobile containment unit instead of a dog. Yeah, not as adorable, though. Well, yeah. some of the other uh, topics of conversation uh, we got uh, horror movies uh, horror video games I hope this is a spider ghost right oh, what, what is a spider thing? Uh, oh, turn, turn up your walk what's that how's that work is it a, a, go, a, a ghost shaped like a spider what are we talking here yeah 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 totally a ghost I mean pool loves spiders and ghosts spider ghosts especially I hate all of these things. I hate all those things, too. <laughs> um, I really hope it's not that. I really hope it is. I mean... Hi, guys. Don't get too excited. Um, but this call was about the abandoned hospital. Oh, uh, Anyways, good luck. Sorry, man. This probably isn't going to be as exciting. I'm done. I'm not driving now. My hands are off the wheel. I'm done. Grab the wheel. Rick's, I'm done. Can you, can you I'm kill, done. kill the siren? We don't need it. Turn it off. Really? Do we have to? Turn it off. Nobody lives in that hospital. Fine, it's on. There's nobody working there. Nobody lives there. We don't. It's not an emergency. Does that mean I get to drive through the walls? No. No. But do you own it? So you're gonna kill us? (laughs) No. No. You guys let him drive? 
Yeah, it's yeah. a mistake I regret. I mean, like, why? Like, this is this is a normal position in in the vehicle. I'm like, really good at it. Hey, we wouldn't have gotten out of there when we fought Itzikoto if it wasn't for me. Anyway, so this unfortunately let's not even, let's not is even talk about Europe. <laughs> this this hospital we get called out to on a semi regular basis. This is what once last week too, and uh, yeah. it, there's nothing out there. There's it's never just anything. yeah, people like to go out there, hang out, and uh, and scare the crap out of each other, and uh, it's it's an it's an empty building. But, but even if there was, who cares? Who's calling it in? You know, who's calling in the the abandoned ghost trespassers? That's who. <laughs> Wait, do, do you think it, we can slime them this time? Just you know, you know, slime some punk kids. It does I make them still be easier to uh, to escort off the premises. That's true, but that's not our job. We escort ghosts off premises, not punk kids, which is all we're gonna run into. I don't want to escort. I just think it'd be funny. You know, good times. I think the problem too is that like. We've had a couple instances where kids will like jump out at us because they wanted to call us and like pretend to be ghosts. Well, that's they, a way to get your ass fucking killed. Yeah, they don't realize uh, the, the 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 proton beam that comes out of the neutronal wand is nuclear fire. Essentially, it will it will cut you in half like the apes at the end of Congo. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the, this hospital, it's like uh, it's a place that people go to like scare each other. Like, oh, let's go to the spooky hospital and, and... Yeah, sometimes urban explorers go out there and they hear some noises and they give us a call and they're like, hey, there's there's ghosts, you guys should check it out. And every no, time we that's do, a raccoon. Yeah. One of the topics we actually got from Microsoft is fear tourism. So it's a, it's not... No one's no one's taking money for this, but I mean, it sounds like people are like making a sort of a local uh, spooky hangout, this hospital. So let me bring up my notes here. Um, Sean Red is the, the guy who requested this, and um, he says, I'd like a discussion of the strange intersection of urban exploration and creepy or abandoned locations, with movies such as Silent Hill and the Chernobyl Diaries drawing inspiration from real-world locations such as Centralia, Pennsylvania, or uh, Piripiet, uh, Ukraine, respectively. I wonder if society will in- experience an increasing amount of what I call fear tourism, where people deliberately travel to dangerous or unsettling locations. Thoughts, feelings, or experiences to share? Oh, yeah, totally. If possible, I'd like Hex to host this show. Uh, actually, um, Sean, I, I talked with Hex about that, and he said, uh, basically, lol what? I know absolutely nothing about that. <laughs> so, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. He uh, Not only is he, he too Apparently busy... Apparently, the expert isn't here. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, he's really inundated with Nerdapalooza pre-production right now, so he couldn't come out. To, though, he, he does send his uh, apologies, guys. He didn't really want to be here, but... Um, yeah, so he doesn't know anything about that, Sean. Um, and these guys, I guess, know at least a little bit more. I mean, that's really how a lot of psychokinetic energy gets generated, is people kind of buy into these ideas. But, like, it's it's no different from people visiting Auschwitz, you know, to kind of, you know, really see it for themselves, see how bad something was. It's like we treat we treat areas that are, that are scary more sacred than we ever would, something that's, you know, hallowed. Or, I mean, uh, relevant for Christmas. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was a, a a place where nothing significant happened, but uh, we definitely busted some stuff there. So you know, it's just the combination of the 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 energy there. But you know, I think there's gonna be ghost towns where uh, a lot of weird stuff's gonna happen. Um, but then there's gonna be a lot of just the empty buildings that people find, and then most of it's probably just made up stories. For example, um, when I went to college at uh, Florida State, there was there was actually uh, very similar to the place that we're going right now. Um, Sunny View. Yeah, uh, Sunland, I, yeah. I've, so, or, what's it called? Sunny Sunland. Sunland. Yeah, so, uh, and I, I went there a couple times my freshman year because it was the thing to do. You're a freshman, you go out to Sunland, and uh, and I will say that uh, um, obviously not equipped with the... Uh, the expensive equipment that we have now, but uh, I, I felt weird there. There was some cold air, some weird energy, well, but... Dude, I mean, Sunland uh, is is famous. It even made it into that weird Florida book, and I've, I've been there, and it was... It's gone now. It was demolished, it, There's but apartments there now, yeah. I can't... Can you fucking believe it? Like, that, that place was... This is... It is... It, it is so absurd, that place, that it sounds fake. How, exactly. How it is a mental institution for children where they develop shock therapy. Yup. And... And it, it's like five stories, 
like completely burnt out, closed for years due to malpractice. I remember uh, there's uh, the whole place is covered in vines, but there's like a day room or something where you could like like one of the, the recreation spaces, and you could see like 1970s era hanging ceiling like mounted television, giant like CRT uh, monitors, yeah, yeah. like um <laughs> like uh like in institution scenes in Twelve Monkeys, things like that. It basically looked like that, and like uh, friends of mine who went to um uh, to FSU were. They, they talked about going there late at night. Uh, there were cultists who hung out there frequently and, like, did rituals and, and, and so on. Because, like, all, it's all talks about, like, hearing children's voices. There's a cellar where all kinds of stuff allegedly the, happened. There's a shed in the back of it that's just full of children's toys. I mean, talk about, you know, walking into a creepy environment. I don't like kids. I'm sorry. Creep me out. <laughs> so, have you guys ever, I mean, I don't know that Orlando has many spaces like that. Like, is this thing some, somewhat comparable to the place we're going? Is it actually have history or what? Not, not in the sense, not like Sunland. Definitely not like St. Augustine. I mean, St. Augustine. Oldest city in America. Oldest city in America. Ghost tours every, you know, every hour on the hour. Doesn't the lighthouse have something going on there? It does. Yeah. Yeah. Well, supposedly, we haven't, we haven't been called to St. Augustine. You would think we'd get more calls out there. Well, I think the the idea is that would hurt their economy. Yeah. At this point, they've literally built the economy around it. If we came and ruined like and and the Ghostbusters are here. Oh well, awesome. So is uh, they they took our reason to visit. That's it. That's interesting. The town actually has a ghost-based economy. I never thought about that. It's pretty much the opposite of what everything we stand for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Having gone up there and done the ghost tours, it's obviously really. Uh, I mean, I I, right. I I haven't done it since. Again, I have all of this. Uh, now that I'm actually busted, so uh, that would be an interesting uh, field trip for us to go up there and. Uh, well, I mean, is anybody doing uh, uh, research in your in you guys' field? Is anybody like? I mean, certainly. Okay, it's, I, it's a hotbed. I know that they've had the ghost. What are they? The I don't uh, ghost hunters, maybe any of the Catching other. Something yeah, nonsense like that. but um, that's yeah. yeah. They're all charlatans. <laughs> that's that, that, that. That's the only time I've ever heard you use that word appropriately. <laughs> Do I use that word often? <laughs> no, <laughs> but the one time, good job. You yeah. used it appropriately. The place that we're heading though is it's nothing. I mean, we go there with our equipment, scan it out. And well, we, we've we never had. We can't not have. Like we can't not investigate. It's like you know, it, it, it it's never going to be a boy who cried wolf scenario. Like we have to go. Tagging back to some of the, the fear tourism locations that Sean Red was talking about, Centralia, Pennsylvania, uh, really cool place. I've been wanting to go there for years, long before the the Silent Hill film like really brought attention to it. It's uh, you, are you guys familiar with Centralia? Yeah, I was gonna say it's uh, in the fire started in the coal mines and it's been burning ever since. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's actually like a fire from hell. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's been the basis for a lot more than Silent Hill. There is a, a, a Dan Aykroyd film. Um, uh, Dan Aykroyd, who's that? Uh, he was uh, he was on Saturday Night Live uh, back on Genesis. Oh, I, oh, yeah, I know that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Right, he was yeah, yeah, there we go. yeah, man, that movie's so good. <laughs> uh, guy who directed Ninja Turtles directed that film. Um, does anyone remember the name of that movie? I can't fucking remember it now. Uh, I don't actually remember the one. No, that, not a clue. That, what, what, what uh, Dan Aykroyd? Uh, yeah, D- Dan Aykroyd, Chevy Chase, uh, Demi Moore, um, John Candy, massive cast. Hold on, no, that sounds like uh, nothing but trouble. Yeah, nothing but trouble. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's a lot of things going on in the film. It's a super weird movie, incredible set design. But that was that was based on uh, Centralia. That was maybe the earliest piece of pop culture based on Centralia. But I've seen pictures of it. I mean, it's just it's like desolate roads with smoke coming out of the cracks. It looks pretty amazing. I don't know if there's any actual infrastructure for tourism there, though. I think people just kind of go. Yeah. yeah. It's probably dangerous. <laughs> yeah. It's probably extremely dangerous. And um, Pirpiet, uh, in the in Ukraine, which is the town outside of Chernobyl... Yeah. Uh, that... Totally harmless there. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, no big. Um, uh, that that's... Earthworms the size of cars. <laughs> <laughs> they actually have organized tourism there to some extent, I'm, I believe. Is, is, that a, is that a ghost situation over there? Do you guys know? Is, is uh, Chernobyl just like, is it just spooky or is it like actually... Well, the, the problem is that if, if enough people go, it can become one. Yeah. Because of the way, the, na- the nature of uh, psychokinetic energy. I mean, if enough people believe that there's something ghostly going on, it, it, it could be a self-fulfilling prophecy. Huh. I think that, that may be one of those situations where you're walking around and it's basically like a movie set that naturally happened um, and people want to have all of these creepy things going on there, um, but like like LaForge said, you know that could totally eventually blossom into that. And uh, but I'm I'm sure our, our European brethren will uh, will totally go take care of that. 
they can deal with radiation ghosts. That's fine <laughs> with me. Yeah, radiation ghosts. Radiation ghosts, ghosts I just picture like Scooby-Doo, like a guy wearing a hazmat suit running around. I think about Johnny <laughs> Quest where some actually rather disturbing stuff happened typically with super science. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, well, speak- I, wish, I really wish we could get involved with super science. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I much prefer that to ghosts, I'm going to be honest. I mean, like, if, if a super science job opens up, then I'm, I'm there. I'm sorry, guys. Well, at least in the realm of fictional super science, uh, are you guys familiar with uh, Hashima Island, a.k.a. Ghost Island in Japan? No. I think I've heard of it. It was featured in, uh, in an issue of Atomic Robo, um, but it, it's a real thing, and it's uh, it's one of 505 uninhabited islands around Japan. And uh, this one in particular, it was um, it was basically a, a small city island that was uh, the entire economy was based around a coal mine on this small island that was closed down. But it's like all urban uh, early 20th century Japanese structures and all that completely like just completely ruined town and a really modern ghost town. It's been, it's been popular amongst urban explorers, but now they've started to actually acknowledge that and sort of opened up parts of it, but it's very difficult because it's hard to actually secure the buildings. I don't know if there's any actually like actual ghosts there, but I suppose there, there could be some restless spirits of some sort because it's been discussed as a World Heritage location, but South Korea is against that because their coal mining facilities used forced Korean and Chinese laborers during World War II. Well, then there's your uh, negative energy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Japanese ghosts. Mm. Yeah, I, it, it makes me really want to go to that uh, the suicide forest in Japan. I was just gonna yeah. say that. What, yeah. What's a suicide forest? It's um. It's but it's it's basically in the shadow of Mount Fuji. There was a very popular romance novel, uh, almost like a, in the popularity of like Romeo and Juliet in our culture. But the two lovers killed themselves in this forest in Japan. So now, like when people are wanting to commit suicide, oh my God. most suicides, uh, I guess, in the area, they just drive up to that place, abandon their car wander off into this huge forest and hang themselves. But the, the crazy thing is a lot of people aren't sure if they want to kill themselves so they bring uh, a string like a colored string and they'll and they'll tie it around a tree when they enter and use it as a way to find their way back out if they change their minds. So it's like a spider web in there yeah. in this massive forest of colored string and like there's just dead bodies. Like yeah. you'll find you'll like, find skeletons and everything. Yeah if you pick a string and follow it, it nine times out of ten will lead to a body. That's so crazy. I mean, Japan's culture of suicide, mm-hmm. I had no idea that, I mean, like, you know, if it amounts to a bunch of dead college students, I mean, like, I, I understand that, but I had no idea that something like that, yeah. that's fucked up. Yeah. Well, it, 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 it's basically like, imagine if in Romeo and Juliet, instead of, you know, in just some random church killing themselves, it happened in a specific location. It would be a hub for suicides. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. So you can actually ways like, into the forest, if you walk down the path, there are even signs people have left that say, you know, it's not worth it. Think about the people who love you. You know, don't kill yourself. Like, trying to get people to stop doing it, but... I mean, honestly, ghost, ghost-wise, it's probably just a film with a bunch of mopey ghosts, if there are any. Yeah. Because, just... because those are the people in there, you Right. Know? That's the energy. Jeez. Sounds like a delightful summer home place. <laughs> yeah, you, Briggs, you should, you should check that out. I yeah, the, go, I met, I met the go, go out there. Maybe, well. maybe use the facilities. <laughs> <laughs> go try it out, Briggs. <laughs> I mean, I could use some bone furniture. Uh, Just go out. And well, that's, that, that's another. You know, that you make another good point. There's the Sedlak Ossuary. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, another one where everything's made of human human bones remains, and skeletons. Mm. So what was that? It's an island in the coast of Italy. I want to say. I'm, I, I don't remember honestly. Yeah, That's pretty cool. The pictures of it, at least. I don't know. If we go to Europe, we don't go anywhere cool. That's the problem. <laughs> Just, you know, Harris catacombs. You say catacombs, I hear sewers, graves. That's not cool to me. <laughs> That's dirt and poo, and it's the poo of French people. <laughs> there's, there's one large, uh, sort of, I feel, glaring... Uh, eyesore on the in the department of haunted Orlando things that you guys have yet to confront, and that is the I four dead zone. This is I'm sure you guys must be familiar with it. Uh, it's a space on Interstate four between Orlando and Daytona, where the graves of settlers who died of yellow fever uh, in the 1800s. Uh, I four was built atop their graves. They were supposed to be moved, and they weren't. Uh, they, they were the cause of. Um, all kinds of weird disturbances prior to I-4 and following I-4. Uh, traffic sucks now. Yeah, it would tra- yeah. Traffic, <laughs> traffic sucks on I-4 anyway, but it's, it's particularly bad there. There's lots of automotive fatalities. The day that the that I-4 opened, a truck jackknifed exactly there. 
I mean, that seems like you'd be doing a huge service to the entire state if you tackled that. Well, the problem, the real limitation of our job is if there's not a, an entity, like like a physical entity, or at least, you know, seemingly physical, like, you know, manifests in a bodily form, then there's not really much we could do about it, to be honest. We can measure it and, 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 and affirm people's uh, fears, and that's about it. And that would probably do more harm than good. If we go out there and say, yeah, this uh, this actually uh, spikes the needle, uh, nothing we can bust, but uh, have fun driving through here, everyone. That huh. uh, may cause more problems. Just cause panic. You know what we could do? Uh, Get a sure bus. going to be great. Yeah, okay. Those bus. Is that, your, is, that, is that what you were going to say? <laughs> no, no, Just no. tell me that's what you were going to say. <laughs> what was I going to say? Bust a ghost. We're going to ghost bust. That's oh. his plan. Oh. Well, <laughs> what we do is we install slime sprinklers. And get some positive energy out there. Oh, that'll be fantastic. Not only will we have ghosts flipping cars, but slime sliding cars into each other. No, into the area beneath it. Under yeah, under I-4. I four. Yeah. I mean, that would be incredibly expensive. I, we, like, you'd have to run something like that by the mayor. And they, we only really operate off of calls, too. So, like, if somebody calls us and says, hey, I feel weird in this area, then we can go out. So, I guess, if, if you people, if you're... For listening, it's uh, 321-209-2020. If you see it, report it. We'll go out. We'll take some readings, and then we may we may be asked to do something. But until then, it, we, we operate on a case-by-case basis. I'm just saying, I could have, you know, said, let's just go out there with a nuclear accelerator and just overload it. You know, I could have said that, but I didn't. And we would have stopped you and fired you. Yeah. <laughs> and sent you to prison. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're just about there, guys. Uh, Ready for a boring night. Yeah. <laughs> well, um... We've still got two more Microsoft topics to talk about, so I guess this will be the uh, the episode break. Stay tuned for part two of this episode of Nerdy Show in just a short time, coming out later this October. I'll probably have some words for you after the break, but uh, thanks so much for listening, and stay tuned for more. We're going to talk about horror movies and uh, horror video games with the Ghostbusters while they check out an abandoned hospital with nothing going on. Woo! All right. Hey guys, this is Cap. Stay tuned for part two of my ride-along with the Ghostbusters coming in a couple weeks. Next week, you can look forward to the long-awaited return of Nerdy Show Book Club, where we talk about the books we've been reading, and also Carl Hyacin's Sick Puppy, which we've read along with the community. That's uh, you guys. Last month's support drive was our most successful of all time ever. Nerdy Show and the entire network are listener-supported, and you guys make us happen. And oh my god, we were overwhelmed with the outpouring. In next week's episode, we're going to give shout-outs to the last round of contributors from that and all the new blood from this month so far. If you like what you heard, please support Nerdy Show. Go to our main page and click the red support button on the right-hand side. We need to make at least $300 a month to meet our basic costs for running the network, but we give you all kinds of amazing perks just for contributing any dollar amount. And last month was a doozy, so you guys unlocked a ton of amazing perks, including the unreleased non-canon episode of D&D, outtakes and alternate takes from that very same non-canon D&D episode. An impromptu microsode we recorded that uh, isn't really a, a microsode in format exactly, but uh, it's 15 minutes of conversation and we talk about Popeye, Mario, and Yaoi. Also, outtakes from the episode where we interviewed Travis Beecham, including some cut stuff with him. And this month, what we're giving to everybody who donates to the show are outtakes from our Mutant League Football and GTA 5 episode. But we have a stretch goal at 600 And uh, that is quite a doozy. It's 13 minutes from our Nerdy Show Prime episode with the Proto-Men, including some spooky talk about the always mysterious Denver airport. We have a preview clip that we'll link to on this episode's page. We hope you guys will be coming out to see us October 18th, 19th, and 20th at Nerdapalooza, the world's largest nerd music festival, where a ton of Nerdy Show's hosts are going to be hosts from all over the network. And we'll have a booth there where you can pick up Nerdy Show merch, including some stuff debuting at Nerdapalooza, and also some choice times where hosts will be congregating around those parts. And for all you listeners out there who aren't local and aren't able to go to Orlando, or even if you aren't able to support the show financially, one thing you can do that we ask everybody who's hearing this to do is we're opening up a Nerdy Show user poll. Tell us a little bit about yourself, what shows you listen to, how you listen to your shows, 
and basically a bunch of information that we need to make sure that your nerdy show experience for all the shows across the network is the best one ever. And that poll's going to be running through the end of the year. So keep an eye peeled. See us at Nerdapalooza if you can. Get excited for book club next week. And after that, part two of our Halloween special, my ride along with the Ghostbusters. It's a heck of a ride, guys. Believe me. Thanks for listening to Nerdy Show. Nerdy Show is made possible by a comic shop, Nerdapalooza, and the generous support of listeners like you. <laughs> As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by, like, telling a friend and rating and reviewing us on iTunes or making a contribution to our monthly support drives, right? You can subscribe to all our totally tubular Nerdy Show podcasts via the iTunes store, and for the latest news, follow us on all your favorite social networks. Networks. Yay! Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.